Hola, hola, pilosas. Hope everyone's doing amazing. We're almost getting into the spring, and I personally love spring. So today I want to talk to you guys about asking for help, and what do you think? Is it a sign of weakness? Let's break this down, pilosas. Póngase las pilas. Escucha los consejos de mamá. Cuando empieces algo, empiezalo con fuerza. No te rindas y sobre todo, póngase las pilas. Cue, mi gente linda. You're listening to Póngase las pilas, hosted by Laura Prieto. Póngase las pilas started as a conversation between two friends navigating the professional world as Latinas. Since then, it has evolved into a motivational find your passion and pursue what you love podcast. Because as my mom always says, nunca es tarde para aprender. Join me in this journey of learning, growth, and transformation. Let's get into it. So back in elementary, middle, and high school, I was always too scared to ask questions in front of the whole class. I was even scared to read out loud. I hated that. You know, when you were in elementary school and your teacher would be like, oh, yeah, we're going to go around the room and each person's going to read a paragraph or whatever. I absolutely hated that. I would always be counting, okay, who's next? Who's next? Oh, my gosh, it's my time. I have to read out loud. I hated it. And I especially hated when we had to read, like, you know, in social studies or history class, you had to read, like, the years of when something happened. Like, in 1928, I hated that. I used to get so freaked out. Because back then, when I first started school here, I started in second grade, and I didn't know English. It all started with that. When we first moved to this country, I did not speak the language. And I was always so scared to say the wrong thing. And especially with those going back to that, with the years, I was always like, how do you say it? 1928? I remember that once I said that, it was like, no, 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 that's not how you read the years. So I was always so afraid of saying something wrong and, you know, people just laughing at me. It just kept me from speaking English for a long time. I think it was around like maybe two years that I wouldn't really speak. I could understand it. I could write it. I could, you know, my spelling was fine, but I just didn't want to speak. And I think this all played a role in me being so shy afterwards. Because when I was younger, I don't remember being so shy. I feel like it just all got worse with me not knowing English, with me not wanting to speak English. I was always like, no, I can just get on, you know, by my teachers. Like, I understand them. I can write and I don't really have to speak. Like, I would only say whatever was, like, absolutely necessary. And my friends, like, they, most of them spoke Spanish. So that wasn't an issue. And I think, it, you know, after a while, you, you kind of get used to the people around you, like the kids. But I was always, and I still am, better at a one-to-one conversation than, like, for the masses. Obviously, the podcast, like, it doesn't feel that way just because, like, probably because you're not seeing me. But maybe that could change. Maybe I could do a video podcast. But I'm digressing, as always. I just, I want to bring it back. I was always so shy and... I thought that I always had to, you know, have it all clear in my mind what I was going to say and thinking that I had to know exactly everything about the topic that I was going to talk about. If I asked a question in front of the whole class, 
and maybe said something wrong, I felt that fear that everyone would just laugh at me or that they would think that I was dumb and that I didn't know anything or that what I was asking was so evident and so obvious that I was clearly not smart enough to understand it. And I think this thought process, it has followed me for a long time. Even when I was going to school for engineering, I always thought that asking for help was a sign of weakness. Hey, Pilosa, I am interrupting myself to bring you a super sweet treat. Tell me, are you a dog lover like I am? Something tells me that you might be. So I want to give you the chance to get your hands on some really cute dog lover products. Visit myluckycorner.etsy.com to visit my shop and use the code PODCAST. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T to get 20% off your order. This offer is only available to you, my loyal listener, and I'm sure you will find something that you love. Something else that you will love is helping dogs in need with your purchase, since 30% of the proceeds go to local shelters and pet rescues. Again, that's myluckycorner.etsy.com or follow the link in bio on my Instagram at podcast and use the code podcast. Now back to the show. It just seemed like, why would you be asking for help? You should know this by now, or you're just not smart enough to understand the concepts that are being taught. And even not too long ago, when I became a mom, it was really hard to understand and accept that it was okay to ask for help. I thought that I had to have it all figured out or I wouldn't be a good mom. I thought that it was wrong for my mom or my sister or my mother-in-law to to help me with certain things or even just, you know, to help me change my baby's diaper while I pumped or I thought that I had to do it all. And I think as women, we get into this idea that we absolutely have to do it all. And that's just as much as I know that we can do a lot of things and we can be, you know, super moms and super women, it's just not sustainable and it's just not really possible. That is why we we have people around us. That is why hopefully, you know, if you have a partner or your family close by, you have people to lean on because we all need those people in our lives. We all need to lean on someone. I, you know, I kept thinking that and I had to really accept that that it was okay. So today I want to focus on this subject. I want to talk about this and explore a little bit more how asking for help is not a sign of weakness, but it can actually be a sign of strength. This is one of those limiting beliefs that I think a lot of us face and that we keep really buried inside and that in order to get better and get ahead of it, we really need to shift our mindset. Asking for help is really a normal thing. It's a thing that normal human beings do. It's nothing crazy, but we make it in our minds like this huge ordeal of why am I asking for help? I'm supposed to know this. Only I can do it this way. Maybe there's also that ego that comes out. And we just think that if we don't do it all or if we're asking for help, it's almost like we're less of a person 
for asking for help. And that's just not the case. Asking for help is the most human thing we can do. And we just need to learn to accept it and not let our ego take over and fill our head with these negative thoughts about who we are and who we're not. No, cut that out. We don't need that negativity in our own minds. And if you're really honest with yourself, you don't expect someone to know absolutely everything about everything under the sun. So if you don't expect anyone to to be that way and to know to be a know-it-all, why are you bringing that pressure onto yourself? Why do we expect ourselves to know everything about a certain topic or to do everything on our own? And trust me, I've had to learn the hard way that asking for help can actually help you. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? It can help you be a better person all around. Second of all, it takes a great deal of strength to understand what you need and to accept that you can't do it all. Whether it's because physically you won't be able to do it all, you might not have the time, or you're tired, or you're sick, God forbid, but anything that, you know, comes in this manner and that you just think you have to do it all really reflect on why you're thinking that you have to do it all if for example you're a busy working mom and you also have to take care of certain tasks around your house or let's say you just received a huge order in your business and you really need to prioritize and evaluate which tasks you must definitely do and which ones you can ask others for help or In your business, which tasks you can maybe hire someone to help you with. But you need to stop trying to control everything. I think this also stems from that part of we want to control everything. And it just, it's not going to happen. Go a little bit of that control. Just try to relax a little bit. You don't need to do it all. We want to believe that we're better because we're doing all of these things. Or the hustle mentality. But that's not really the best way to do things you know that saying work smarter not harder when it's very tied to this maybe in some cases we just haven't acquired the knowledge or we don't have enough experience to do a certain task and we will need to ask for help but whichever the case may be just know that you're not less of a human for asking someone for help whether it's to teach you something to help you understand something that Sometimes it's hard to envision things or to really understand and comprehend to the full detail. I know in my job, there's things that I don't understand. And that's a hard pill to swallow because you think you want to know everything and you think that, oh, at this point in my career, I should know a lot of things. And it's not that you need to know it all. Again, like I've said, it's, you know, I'm not expecting someone that works with me to know it all. If they tell me, oh, I'm not sure about that, I don't say, oh, you're supposed to know this. So why am I telling myself that, you know? But let's go back to my school example. I want to touch on this because I think it might help you all to have this perspective that I've learned and that I've realized. I would have saved myself so many headaches and so many sleepless nights if I had just asked others for help more often. And don't get me wrong, I, I, there were moments that I had to ask for help. But it was just this thing that it was difficult for me to ask for help. Like I would save my questions and just like ask the very, very urgent ones or the ones that I could definitely not figure out. 
But there were others that I probably could have just asked and it would have been done faster. I feel like I would have been so much more productive, efficient, and just overall more confident while going through my engineering journey, for example. But it was almost like I was always trying to prove that I could do it on my own. And I wish I would have realized sooner that I was the one competing with myself. And I just ended up overcomplicating things for myself. And this is something that I feel like a lot of us do. We overcomplicate things where they're simple, but we just create this whole idea in our heads and just make it more complicated. And I wanted to share this with all of you to help you perhaps realize that if you're maybe falling into the same trap of thinking that asking for help is a weakness, it is definitely not pilosa. Ask away. I am sure you have plenty of people that would be so willing and happy to help you. So definitely do not be afraid to ask for help. Another instance that comes to mind is while I was in my first internship at the heavy civil construction company where I started, I was so scared and shy to ask questions and to ask for help in general. And looking back, I should have realized that they expected me to ask questions. Como dice mi mamá, nadie nace aprendido. And especially as an intern, I don't know why I thought that I was supposed to know it all or that they would think less of me if I asked questions. That is basically why I was there as an intern, to learn. So if any of you are job shadowing or interning at a job or just maybe it's you're in an entry-level position, whatever it may be, Make the most of it and really take advantage and ask all of the questions. Ask hashtag all the things. Don't worry if you sound like you don't know what's going on. Because I assure you that those people around you already know that you don't know what's going on. And they're ready to teach you. They are ready to impart their knowledge and educate you. That is why they're there. When I graduated school and was hired to work full-time with that same company, I realized the mistake that I had made of not asking more questions. And I felt a greater pressure because I wasn't an intern anymore. I had already interned there for two years and had a better understanding of how the company worked. But then I felt even worse to ask questions on the things that I still didn't feel too confident in. So it's, it can be a constant wheel. It can be a cycle. So just think about that. You don't want it to just backfire on you and to be in this constant cycle. For some reason, I always thought that people at my job were going to tell me, Laura, you're supposed to know this, you've already been here for this long, or you already went to school, or you're, aren't you learning this in school? But I was the only one telling myself that. Pilosas, do me a favor, ask the questions when they arise. Don't wait because of fear, don't wait because, oh, no, I'll probably learn this eventually. No, just ask away. Those questions and topics will probably build on each other. And it is better to set a good foundation for your career or for anything that you're doing. I can tell you that right now, I ask all the questions that I didn't ask before. And sometimes I even feel like, oh, I wish I would have asked this. Because right now, I'm working in a different sector. I'm in the design phase. I'm in the design area of civil engineering for transportation. And although I have knowledge of the construction part of it, 
there are so many things that I look now as a designer that I'm like, oh, I remember this from construction. But there are still things that I'm like, wait, how was that? And granted, it might be some just some things that I've forgotten. But I do feel like I wish I would have asked more questions back when I was, you know, being there for concrete pours and dealing with pipes because that's what I do now. I design pipes <laughs> for the water to flow through. And I remember going to the field and going to these job sites where we had pipes and granted I wouldn't know that I was going to be in this now, but it could have benefited me to ask more questions about how the pipe goes in and you know all the work that they do to the dirt, the earthwork to be able to get the pipe inside. So there's so many things that you don't know what you will use later on in life. So that is my advice. You know, as the questions come to you, to your brain, if you maybe you can't figure it out right away, just ask. It doesn't have to be this involved question or this involved research opportunity. No, like just make it part of whatever you're doing in that moment and just ask those around you take advantage of that experience that they have like right now the people I work with are so patient with me I literally ask my boss the same thing over and over and by the time he finishes explaining I realize that it's something that he has already explained to me before like months before (laughs) but I just hadn't fully understood it and I even go back through my notes I'm like oh this is what he said but sometimes things just don't click that easily And I've had to accept that for some things, I can be a really fast learner. But for others, it feels like I'm the slowest learner ever. But just be patient with yourself and within your own journey. Also, embrace the fact that as human beings, we are prone to wanting to help. I know we don't live in a perfect world, but I like to be positive and think that for the most part, people enjoy helping others. And especially in in those fields that we're in, you know, in, in our jobs. Usually you work with people that they're there for a reason and they enjoy their job or they enjoy what they've, you know, they've been learning. So it's very common for people that you work with to want to help you. There are so many people that are willing to help. And yes, in some cases, you might need to pay for it. For instance, you need to pay for a tutor or a coach. But also look within your personal network. There might be family members that are willing to help. And whatever you need, whether it is staying with your kids while maybe you go exercise or picking up groceries for you if you just had a crazy busy day. The bottom line is don't be afraid nor be too proud to ask for help. And as always, I'm here for you, Pilosas. I would love to have a community where we can help each other grow, learn, and just be, you know, better versions of ourselves so that we can reach those goals and those dreams that we each have for our lives. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that I've motivated you to ponerse las pilas and ask for help when you need it because it is the smart thing to do. It is actually a sign of strength. Chao, pilosas. Si te gustó este episodio, te invito a compartirlo con otras pilosas a las que les pueda gustar y ayudar. Thanks again for listening and I want to invite you to support the production of this podcast through our new Patreon page at patreon.com slash pongase las pilas where you can become a member of our growing community and enjoy monthly perks 
only available to our VIP pilosas. También agradecemos tus reviews y comentarios en Apple Podcasts para que más pilosas puedan encontrar este podcast y crecer con nosotras. Hasta la próxima oportunidad, pilosas, y como siempre, póngase las pilas.